Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Help Desk for Thursday, the 19th of November. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. And today we're going to start with some big news for the Apple App Store. So Apple has announced one of the biggest changes in its store history. Called the Apple Small Business Program, any developer who earns less than $1 million a year will now pay Apple 15% rather than the 30% cut that it has charged since the very start of the App Store. Yes, and so the cynical view here would be that Apple is making these changes as a public relations play or possibly to stave off any unwanted regulation around antitrust. And, it, you know, we'd never be cynical, but it, it comes off the news we shared yesterday about Epic Games suing Apple in Australia and the US, and in, that's in part over the 30% cut, which Epic Games calls an unfair Apple tax. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to help them or not, uh, but according to the New York Times, this change covers 98% of developers in the App Store, which, if you do the maths, means that the other 2% make the majority of the money in the App Store, which is pretty amazing and not surprising. You know, the the idea of simple person with a simple app creating uh, a, a sustainable business has long been history <laughs> lesson of the App Store. It hasn't been around for a long time. Uh, the big players are your, your people like Epic Games and Microsoft and Adobe and all of those familiar names. And moving on, Google is taking on the big banks in a major redesign of its Google Pay app for both Android and iOS today. Although I should note that the new redesign of Google Pay is not showing up in Australia, and I think that might be because Google is actually partnering with Citibank in the US to create its first virtual bank. Yeah, this is quite interesting. Big tech getting into banking has been this sort of looming existential threat that's been hanging over banks for five years or so now. I think it was Capgemini puts out a report every year with the same headline that, you know, big tech is coming to take those banks' customers. And and the idea there is really that the banks need to get on top of their digital products and services or customers will defect to Google, Amazon and Apple when they launch these bank more bank-like features. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I moved to ANZ from uh, Westpac after being on Westpac, uh, with Westpac for like 20 years. And it's such a pain to move banks. So that's why I just kind of put up with them for so long. But the, the final nail in the coffin was Apple Pay. They just took so long to in- introduce that feature. And, and I moved across to, to ANZ for that. And I remember at the time, the ANZ CEO saying, Exactly what you just said, Tess, that look, we either we either give our customers what they're asking for or they're they're gonna leave us. Yes, and I think it's one challenge of when big tech actually does eventually get to this stage of being being more like a bank. One big challenge they will have is is trust and whether or not you actually trust the person who makes your phones or delivers your packages with your life savings as well. Mm, or the person who uh, sells online ads against you. 
But moving on, uh, Trump will still have power on Facebook next year, even though he is being curtailed a little bit on Twitter. So Twitter's Jack Dorsey and Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg fronted the Congress again yesterday and revealed how the companies would deal in a post-Trump world. Dorsey confirmed that Trump will lose all of his protections on his account, and that suggests that Trump's false tweets will now just be rejected. They won't have those nice little labels he currently gets when he says very untrue, easily provable untrue statements on Twitter. And Zuckerberg's response was slightly different. He said that Facebook would not change how they currently moderate Trump. And some other interesting tidbits from the hearing were uh, Zuckerberg had to again defend his stance about not banning Steve Bannon from the platform after he called for the beheading of government officials. <laughs> Can you believe we have to read stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, it's sorry. I, I, like, I'm so far into the world of disbelief that like <laughs> my radar of like what's normal is is way out of whack. I think I think that's fair. When asked if social media can be addictive, Twitter's Dorsey said straight up, yep, it can be, while Zuckerberg said mm, the data was inconclusive, which is quite amusing considering that Facebook has literally been designed to be addictive from the start. Completely. And finally, Optus has launched Singtel's GoMo mobile brand in Australia. So last week saw the launch of TPG and Vodafone's low-cost sub-brand Felix. Today, Optus launched its new MVNO, GoMo. Yeah, like Felix, GoMo is just one plan, just one simple plan, but it is a little bit more generous than Felix, I think. For 25 bucks a month, you get 18 gigabytes of data, which is huge. And that's uncapped. Uh, and the data can roll over up to 200 gigabytes that you can save in your account. So that's that, that's a really compelling deal. And that compares to Felix, which was giving, quote, unlimited data capped at five megabits per second. Uh, are there any free trees, though? Uh, no, there are no free trees at GOMO, but they are offering $1 a month for the first 5,000 users who sign up. So I don't know. I think this is a really compelling offer here. Yeah. So it's the first month for just a dollar. For the first 5,000 users, that's probably already used up by the time this podcast goes to air. Oh, it's still available right this second, and hopefully I'll get it out. But yes, by the time you listen tomorrow, if you do, uh, it's probably gone. And I think that's all we've got time for today. Yeah, thank you, Tess Bennett, for joining me again. Thanks, Peter. And we'll speak to you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.